this podcast. So, hello. I've never talked about the goddess Hestia in detail before. She's one of my favourite Greek gods, and there's not a lot of myths about her. So I thought I'd dedicate the last episode of season one's Keeping Up With The Olympians to her. The reason she's my favourite is because simply, she's nice. If you've listened to my episodes beforehand, you'd know that it's a rarity within Olympus that any god is nice. Most Greek gods can be vindictive, cruel and extremely jealous, but not Hestia. She's like the Hufflepuff of the Olympians. It doesn't mean you shouldn't like the rest of the Olympians, because they do have really good traits and are kind of awesome and I love them too, but you should always recognise their faults. And they aren't there to be idolised. They are there to explain the world according to the Greeks. And in turn, they kind of explained Greek society at that time as well. Now, Hestia was a big part of that society. She was the goddess of the home and hearth, also known as Vesta to the Romans. She was the central divinity worshipped in the home, so was very important. In cities, the sacred hearth of the city is located in a structure called, excuse my pronunciation here because it may be terrible, the Pyrantion. The Pyrantion literally means the Magistrate's Hall or Town Hall, and it's believed that no city can be called a Greek city without the sacred hearth located in the Pyrantion. This next Homeric hymn, which I'm going to say to you, can give us an insight into how important she was. Hestia, you have won an eternal home and the greatest of honours in the high dwellings of all, both immortal gods and men who walk the earth. Glorious is your privilege and your praise, for without you men have no feasts, and to you the sweet wine is poured first and last. I love that hymn. It shows the power she has and the amount of admiration people had for her. Glorious is your privilege and your praise. And it is true, in Greek society, they would pour food or drink to the gods, and Hestia would always get a portion of that. In Greek myth, Hestia was the daughter of Rhea and Cronus, the Titans both firstborn through her mother and considered last to the gods as she was thrown up by Cronus, last. You can hear more from that story on one of my first episodes of this season. Most people agree Hestia was literally the firstborn, but to the Olympians, she was considered the last. Hestia wanted no beef. She didn't want any drama, unlike Zeus and Hera, for example. She was chill. Poseidon Apollo, however, sought after her gentleness and beauty. But instead of marrying either of them, she renounced sexual love and swore an oath of eternal chastity. Dodged a bullet there, Hestia. However, while the gods travelled, Hestia was most definitely a homebody. I mean, makes sense. She remained on Olympus, tending to the sacred flame, 
so played no part in most mythological stories. That's why most people haven't really heard about her. She is an extremely important deity, but severely underrated, mainly because she didn't have the drama that provided insane stories that travelled from person to person. Hollywood-wise, she was overlooked. In the palace of the Twelve Olympians, she was said to give up her place for Dionysus to be able to sit at the table, a new god of wine. Which is just like Hestia, selfless and kind, the virtues that I personally love. Very hard to replicate, but you can do it. <laughs> she feels like an older big sister character. She represents kindness and safety, which is lovely. So what's not to love about Hestia? That's why she's so important. We should never forget her importance as a goddess of the home and her and her very strong power. And to finish this, I'll speak the hymn which sums up her story of Hestia. It talks of the three virgin goddesses, Athena, Artemis, and Hestia. It's very long, but here are the main parts. Yet there are three hearts that she cannot bend nor yet ensnare. Nor yet does the pure maiden Hestia love Aphrodite's works. She was the firstborn child of wily Cronus, and the youngest too. By will of Zeus who holds the Aegeus, a queenly maid whom both Poseidon and Apollo sought to wed. But she was wholly unwilling nay, stubbornly refused, and touching the head of Father Zeus, who holds the Aegeus. She, that fair goddess, swore a great oath, which has, in truth, been fulfilled, that she would be a maiden all her days. So Zeus, the father, gave her a high honour instead of marriage. And she has her place in the midst of the house and has the richest portion. In all the temples of the gods, she has a share of honour. And among all mortal men, she is chief of the goddesses.